What keeps you up at night is brought to you by Plastics News, the essential news source for the plastics industry. Did you know the Plastics News data store has dozens of rankings and lists to help drive your market intelligence? The Plastics News data store has information your business needs. Find out more at plasticsnews.com data lists. I'm Brennan Lafferty, publisher of Plastics News. This is What Keeps You Up at Night. My guest this week, Michael Esser Jr., Vice President of Finance and Accounting at Dye Electric Manufacturing in Germantown, Wisconsin. Family-owned businesses are the backbone of U.S. manufacturing. Esser Jr. is part of the third generation at Dye Electric, where he has worked his way up from the shop floor. The company is also on the move, with a recent opening of a new 100,000-square-foot facility, which will help continue its plan for an annual growth rate of 10%. It's September 2nd. What Keeps You Up at Night begins now. Michael Esser, Jr., Vice President of Finance and Accounting at Dielectric Manufacturing is on the line from Germantown, Wisconsin. Hi, Michael. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, Brennan. Thanks for having me. Oh, glad you're here. So I understand Dielectric is a family-owned business like so many in the plastics industry. Tell us a little bit about the company's history. From what I understand, it started with your grandfather. Is that right? Yeah, my grandfather, Ray Esser, started Dielectric back in 1966 in his basement with my grandmother and he basically took a plastic called uh, Glastic or GPO 1, 2, and 3 which is a very very messy plastic to machine and no one really wanted to do it so he took it as an opportunity to start his own business and we basically he built it from his basement into a full building and we've been in business since 66 my dad took it over Right around 2008, and then my brother and I are very much involved with the business. He's in engineering and manufacturing, and I'm in finance and sales, kind of. So we're uh, we're a perfect fit for each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure sounds like it. Let's talk a little bit more about the, the family business dynamics. Do you report directly to your father, and uh, what's it like? You know, in in off hours, is it is it hard to turn off the work conversations? If even if you're at like a family gathering. Yeah, well, my brother and I both report directly to my father. When we're at family gatherings, the work we're never we're never off hours. We're always talking work and <laughs> how we can grow our business, and and it's not it's not stressful at all. I mean, obviously, it's stressful because it's our livelihood, but we're always thinking of ideas off hours and discussing what what we should do, what we shouldn't do, and what markets we can get into and stuff like that. How we should organize the business, and we're very passionate about it, so it's not like not a hindrance to us right yeah and i guess you never know when inspiration is going to strike it might be at a might be at a family barbecue i suppose i suppose yeah you never know (laughs) (laughs) so i understand you've you've held several positions with the company uh now you're a vice president tell us a little bit about the the different roles you've had and 
how it's kind of informed what you're doing today. Sure. Um, so I started basically from the ground up. I was a warehouse assistant back when I was in college for summers. And then I started running CNC machines. And then when I came on full time, I started in cost estimating. From there, I started a prototype division. And then from there, I took over our uh, Iowa division. That's in Lake Mills, Iowa. And then from there, I got into finance. Basically, my plan from the start was to sort of kind of get involved with every department in the business so I understand how our business runs, basically get an idea of what everyone does, all the processes and stuff. So one day, when I do have the opportunity to potentially run the business, I know I know how things flow and how things operate and work. So that's kind of my plan, Yeah, our plan. Yeah, that makes a lot it's of sense. It's worked out real nice, and it's a lot of fun, too. So. Well, great. Yeah, and it makes a lot of sense, too. You know how... Like you said, you know how to operate the machines, you know, all different aspects of the business. So it probably helps uh, when you're having conversations with people who are actually doing that type of work today. Yeah, it's fun having conversations with those people because we got some great people that work here, too. Um, it's fun. So now I understand you mentioned Iowa where you have a facility. I, I also understand you have a new facility. Is it up and running? And how does it expand what you're able to do as a company? Yeah, so we, we built this brand new facility. It's 103 square feet. We moved from our old facility, which was just shy of 90,000 square feet. And that building was basically set up to have three different tenants. And we, and Dielectric grew so big where we took over the entire building and stuff didn't, things didn't flow through the shop real well. And so we basically started from scratch. We built a rectangle box mm-hmm. and we moved, moved product from one door out to the other. It's real simple. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, we, st- we started designing it last early 2019, and we started moving to the new building end of April, early May of this year. Very and good. And now we're fully in, fully in the building. And when you moved, did you exit that other facility, or does this expand what you're doing? We completely exited the other building. Gotcha. This is a brand new headquarters. Awesome. So I know you guys are also in several, you support several different industries or end markets with your plastic products. I'm curious about 2020. Is one area, uh, one end market, one industry standing out among others as, uh, you know, positive uh, growth for you guys? Yeah, so we do a lot of business in healthcare. We make medical devices, diagnostic phantoms, which are basically devices that calibrate MRI scanners. We also do a lot of machining and assembly work for a defense company that makes electrical cabinets that go in Navy ships and submarines. Mm-hmm. So really, this year in particular, because of the pandemic, the medical sales have really gone down because our, our customer is unable to ship MRI scanners into hospitals. They're just not taking shipments. But the defense industry and electrical industry has really, has really kept us afloat, which is nice. Um, they've been sending us pretty steady business. We've also gotten into, when, when, when a bad situation happens like the coronavirus, you, you kind of look for opportunities to take advantage of. And one uh, industry we've taken advantage of is the sneeze guard business. Yeah. So we make we basically make plastic dividers that separates individuals. And, and we've been selling those for the last few months. We've been selling them to um, school districts in southeastern Wisconsin, and they seem to be working out real real well. Yeah, I, you see those, you know, everywhere you go, whether you're at the grocery store or the doctor's office, those are just so prevalent. 
I imagine that'll be uh, something that'll be part of your business for the foreseeable future, I would think. Yeah, that's what we're kind of seeing and what people are discussing, which is, yeah, it's, it's going to be a different world. That's for sure. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Well, you know, maybe, uh, you know, uh, looking at your crystal ball, which I'm sure is right next to your, uh, your desk there. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> how are you guys feeling about 2021? You know, no one's sure when there'll be a vaccine, of course, but, you know, as, as it relates to, you know, your budget and what you're thinking about for 2021, do you, are you guys feeling optimistic about it or, you know, taking a more cautious approach? I think we're taking, we're, we're optimistic, but we're also taking a, ca- a cautiously cautious approach. We've got plans in place to adjust our business, our business plan if, if business kind of remains flat or kind of stays down. Mm-hmm. But we also have plans to, to grow the company. We're, we're involved in a market diversification project right now with, with a uh, local consultant where we're looking at different markets that we can get into based on our core competencies. And we're going to basically, our main goal is to grow 10% year by every year. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're not going to stop. We're not going to stop that approach. So we're going to remain optimistic going into 2021. We're going to basically try to get out of 2020 alive, as most companies are right now. Right. And then hopefully, yeah, business takes off 2021. That's really interesting about the diversi- diversification strategy. I'm, I'm wondering if you're including your metals business in that as well, or is this specific to the plastics side of the business? Right now, it's specific to the plastic side of the business, um, and then once we're kind of we kind of set on the plastic, we're going to move into our metals. Okay, kind of taking it a, one step at a time, really. Sure, sure. Well, Michael, the uh, the name of the column that I write in Plastics News and the name of this podcast is "What Keeps You Up at Night." So I'll uh, I'll ask that of you today. Uh, is is there anything keeping you up at night these days? Yeah, there's two things keeping me up at night. My 20-month-old son and my beautiful three-month-old daughter. <laughs> right. yeah. No doubt. But those are those are some uh, joyful uh, early mornings, I'm sure. Yes, but it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, Michael, thank you so much uh, for joining me today. Uh, best of luck with the rest of 2020. And uh, here's hoping for uh, 10% growth for you guys in 2021. Thank you. Appreciate it, Brennan. Thanks for having me. Yep. My thanks to Michael Esser, Jr., Vice President of Finance and Accounting at Dye Electric Manufacturing. For more information on the company, visit dielectricmfg.com. Web producer Aaron Sloan helps produce this podcast. Patty Shaheda designed our graphics for the website and social media. Andrew Lafferty and Zeke Lafferty recorded our sponsor messages. And Grace Lafferty edited our audio. Thank you for listening. What Keeps You Up at Night is brought to you by Plastics News. For more podcasts like this, visit plasticsnews.com slash audio. I'm Brennan Lafferty, publisher of Plastics News. So many of us these days are working from home and we are surrounded by our loved ones. In that spirit, here's my son, Zeke Lafferty, with our closing sponsorship message. 
What Keeps You Up at Night is brought to you by Plastics News, the essential news source for the plastics industry. Sign up today for a paid subscription to Plastics News. Options include print, digital, or group subscriptions tailored. For your business needs, find out more at plasticnews.com slash subscribe.